The Premier League is back. For all the best insight, analysis, and exclusive reaction to the Premier League's biggest games, become a member now and join in the obsession. Subscribe at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby on Off the Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. Um, a little bit frustrating. Um, you know, obviously we're happy to get the win, but we you know we judge ourselves pretty harshly because we want to be. You know, we just want to get better and better. Um, and um, yeah, I thought we were. Uh, the first half was a little bit disappointing. Uh, we just didn't get into the kind of flow we wanted to for a number of reasons. Um, you know, I thought the second half was better. Um, but uh, you know, still kind of looking for that full 80-minute performance um, that we want to get out of this kind of pre-season block. So a lot of lessons, uh, but definitely, you know, heading into Samoa next week, um, you know, that'll be the ambition to put in a performance that we can um, be really happy with for the full 80 minutes. What was your take on the line-out today? What was going on? <coughs> uh, yeah, their the line-out defence was good. Uh, got good air pressure. Um, but the main pressure we came to came uh, under was uh, just pressure on the ground. Um, they were able to get through seams very effectively, so we gave them, you know, too much access uh, there. So you know they were able to swim through and um, either cause us to knock on the ball or um, you know we weren't able to you know retain possession. Um, so it's just some some poor drill, um, and you know generally the line has been a. Not a real strength of ours, and something we like going to. So um, it's a good reminder for us, um, you know, that we need to be fully on it, and we'll have to take some some lessons from it today, going into next week, and uh, going into the next few weeks. Are they small fixes? Yeah, I think they are small fixes, um, and uh, we just we just didn't get it quite right today. Um, you know, I don't know if it was a focus or a concentration thing or uh, what it was, but um, yeah, they're they're little things that we'll have to. They're, they're little things, but they're important things. Um, so we'll have to fix up on them. James, sorry, we spoke about the performance, maybe not up to the level that you desired, but at the flip side, your team they found key moments in the game just to get over the line. That must be pleasing on the, on the other side. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, look, we still. What was it? Five tries. We, you know, we still. Um, we're still able to get important tries. Um, you know, at different moments of the game and. Was able to put them away, so um, yeah, and it's definitely not all doom and gloom. You know, there was definitely some positive stuff as well, and um, you know, so we, we were happy with that as well. But the moment at the end, I think it's what everybody wanted. But as a camp, to see Keith go over such special scenes, you don't always get the, the good stories for it, but today it was just magical. Yeah, it was. It was kind of almost disbelief when you saw him catch and score that try in the corner of the celebration and all. Um, it was some buzz, I think. Stars were aligned for for that moment, um, so uh, we're delighted. Like he's, you know, he's a bit of an inspirational figure in our camp. I know we've we've mentioned that. Um, so uh, yeah, you could feel the energy and just the the um, the buzz, as I said, in the stadium when he got over. It was brilliant. Thanks, Michael. Just back to the line out to his wonder when you were talking to the referee. I don't know if he did you for for banking or obstruction again. And you had a different view of it than him. Did you think that he'd been? 
finessing that and he had it right? Or what was your point there to him? Because um, it's a common, it's a common occurring penalty. So yeah. What's the story? Um, so his take on it was that our backlifter um, came too far around, so he blocked their access. Um, and my point of view was that uh, they spun us, so they spun the backlifter, um, and they did it very effectively. So probably they presented uh, a picture to him that we were, um, you know, blocking access when actually they, they just spun quite well. Yeah. Um, so that was my take on it. You know, I understand that. Um, you know, something like that for the ref happens very quickly, and they are looking at a lot of things. Um, so definitely not, um, you know, giving out about the decision. But uh, certainly that was my that was the way I, I felt um, it was at the time. Um, but we'll have to we'll have to have a look at it again. Last question for the digital section. Yeah, James, just wondering, it's tough coming into the warm ups for the World Cup here uh, with regards to combinations. How do you kind of work on that on a week-to-week basis when your partner in the second row changes quite often? Uh, I know it's a necessity coming into the World Cup, and I'm just wondering how you deal with it on a daily basis. Um, I think the way we've trained all summer has been has helped to help us deal with that. Um, I know the lads have mentioned, before, but you know the preseason for us has been. Um, you know, all rugby based. So all our training, all conditioning, 99% of it has been uh, rugby based. So. Um, you know, we've had a lot of time to work together in, in, in different combinations. So, um, yeah, I guess the way we've trained, um, I think, has, has helped us kind of fast track that cohesion. Um, that might take you, you know, three or four games to get to, but um, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll get it quicker now because because of the work that we put in. And do you think the guys like uh, Joe McCarthy have done really well coming in uh, when they've been required to back up for yourselves during games? Yeah, big time. Thought he's done really well, really well coming off the bench today and last or the week before against Italy. So, um, so yeah, he's been flying it. Okay, that's it for the uh, online broadcast section with James. I'll just invite Monday newspapers if they'd like to ask a couple of questions. Uh, Derek, James, we're a bit confused because we don't know what we're talking about. But uh, I, I thought there was enough of a freeze at scrum time was to just sort of mess on our pedantic. What was going on there? Like, wasn't looking at penalty, but it was a free. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure to be honest. Sometimes I don't even know what's going on. But it was just a bit messy. Um, probably, you know, both sides trying to do their best to get one up on another. Was there any kind of like behind the scenes detail about scores or anything? Or was it just totally to do with this game? It wasn't something new? We're going to be watching during warm ups or something, is it? Any behind the scenes what, sir? There wasn't any like warning beforehand, or, or, or like was it just specifically to do with this game. This is we're not going to be watching this in the World Cup, are we? The resets and stuff. No, I don't think so. Um, it's yeah. just one off in this game. Yeah, one off. I think I think refs will probably lose their patience. So hopefully we won't see that there. Okay, thanks, Rory. Cheers. Obviously, it's a big week for a lot of players. This big selection season has been going on behind the scenes. How do you guys as a squad focus on keeping that kind of trajectory you're on? People, you know, get a performance against Samoa and kind of I acknowledge that that's a really stressful it, but it might even not be going, but trying to keep on the kind of the collective going forward. Um, it's, it's probably just the environment that, that Faz has built the last few years. He's, he's just big on no excuses in terms of our mentality. So, um, there's definitely distractions, but um, he would always say that you know if we want to be mentally mentally tough and and um, mentally strong, then we, you know we can't let these 
you know these things kind of affect uh, our preparation our week um, so there's been all sorts of experiences that we've had in the last couple of years and um, you know in terms of our weeks and travel and injuries and um, all that kind of stuff um, you know, but as I said he'd always push the no excuses um, so I think I think we're in a now we're in a pretty good position where we're able to to deal with these things and, and still put in performances. The um, talked about the mirroring, basically this is a dry run for, for what you're going to be going for in a couple of weeks' time. I just talked to you guys about that and how we want you guys to come into World Cup zone now and kind of get used to all the stuff that's going to be going on around the tournament. Yeah, um, I think that's why we're, we're going to Berit's early tomorrow. Um, we're going straight from the hotel and uh, just to kind of mirror the, the schedule and the way it's going to be over in France um, so um, you know we'll we'll have to recover tomorrow and get straight back into you know getting ready for Samoa on Monday um, so I think that's you know that was kind of the thinking behind going to Biritz um, just to kind of get us you know used to that that sort of work up feel um, so uh, yeah hopefully hopefully we'll know well next week any further questions? Jerry? James, the uh, English mall did a little bit of damage here last March, you remember, and definitely got them their win last week. It seemed like the Irish defence was quite strong there physically, and that pleased you the way their mall. Yeah, um, definitely there was you know, a, a point that we looked at as, as forwards heading to the game today. Um, you know, I mentioned yesterday, Steve Borswick, obviously, you know, one of the best line coaches in the world, and, and their line drive is a, is a huge part of their game. It was the same when he was coaching Leicester, so um, you know, it was very disappointing to concede that mall try here. Um, you know, during the Six Nations, so um, no, we, we definitely didn't want to concede one today. So I thought we were pretty good, um, good smarts, good intent um, when, when our mall So um, it's just such an important area. Uh, and for Rock Open and the opposition that you know you're going to be facing, um, you know the drive is, is such a big part of the game there. Okay, thanks, James. Thanks, Chris. One very quick sorry to you, Dan. It's just obviously another red card for another high shot today. It's going to be a big talking point again. But just from a player's point of view, how conscious do you have to be every time you go into a contact? Because the ramifications of that world up for final are just so so big. So how do you guys deal with that during the week and how do you approach them again? Yeah, we, we've we've touched on on these different incidents in the past um, because you just have to be so careful, and um, so it's definitely something that you know Simon would would speak about um, because, as you said, the ramifications of of just um, you know being a little bit sloppy or not getting your technique quite right are are massive. Um, so we're definitely conscious of it, um, and we would do a lot of tackle technique um, as a team uh, during the week. Just to mitigate against that risk, um, because as you said, it, it's such a shame if you if you just get it not quite right, and then um, you know you might lose a few weeks or a few games. Fitness of various people, Dan Sheehan, anybody else? How are they? How are they looking? Uh, Dan's, um, yeah, he's, he's lost a bit of power in his forties. Seems to be uh, the same old story, doesn't it? But um, anyway. We won't know until we get it looked at, you know, scanned or, or whatever. So we'll we'll probably know more in the morning in that regard. Okay. And any other casualties? Um, no, no. You had two two head bangs for those. those it was guys fine. It was fine. Yeah, no problems there. Okay. So and in general, through. was that by the end it felt like the sort of send off that you had 
been hoping for. But in general, how would you how would you rate it out of ten? I, I thought, I, yeah, I thought. Um, it, it had a bit of everything, good, bad, and ugly. Really, you know, as in, as in, the first half, I weren't too happy at half time. I, I thought, you know, we we had them in a place where we could just try and um, push a little bit harder and make it a little bit easier for ourselves. But we, but we didn't. You know, we we didn't kick on in the first half, um, probably because uh, England's line-out defence was pretty good and. It made it a bit scrappy for ourselves, but um, I was really pleased that we found our rhythm back into the game, certainly in the second half there, um, uh, in regards to the line-out as well. Um, I, I thought he was much better, and therefore I thought we scored some, some great tries. But first half, um, we could have come out the blocks a little bit harder and, 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 uh, and pushed a little bit more there, but... Um, uh, well, you know, the story of the game is we won, which is great. Um, we scored five tries, so hopefully that's nice for the crowd and a little bit entertaining, you know, be, before before we go away. Um, but obviously the story of the day is, is very fitting that Keith gets his, his hundredth cap and um, we make sure he does that with a W and also him scoring the try and Keith Earl stay in, in the corner as well just uh, just made the day for everyone really um, he did well I thought his work rate was, was was very good you know he's always busy he's always always looking to try and make something happen a couple of errors that he um, he got over uh, pretty well and, and carried on with his game so I thought he'd uh, he'd a solid game I'm always close, yeah, always close. See how people um, uh, pull up tomorrow. Um, see how the train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll we'll finalise we'll finalize that towards the end of the end of the week internally, and then um, we'll let you know. Uh, sorry, sorry. What, what impacted the red card on the game? What did you make of the red card? Um, uh, you know, it's again, you know, a, a red card that. Um, that's somebody you'll have a look at and and, uh, and make the right decision. It's just, uh, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, they, we, we're seeing more and more of that. Um, it's just, it just highlights for us massively that it isn't just the the, the, the tackle light or whatever. It's discipline just in general. You know, there's there's cards everywhere at the minute, isn't there? For and you, there's a realization as well that at the start of a competition, certainly in World Cups, you know, referees are always going to be red hot on stuff. So. Making sure that we're the most disciplined side is, is something that we're chasing down. Thanks. Ed, last, last question for Sunday. I know you said you're looking to hear about Dan and how, how serious that is, but with Ronan also out for the moment, is that possibly a concern for you going forward in, in, in opposition? Possibly. Possibly. Um, Ronan's going to be fine. Ronan will be fine. The extent of Dan, we, we don't know. Um, we've had Dermot Barron in, in camp as well. As before, Tom Stewart's been going great guns within camp, so um, we'll be fine. Do you think you've got sufficient backup if there is an issue? Pardon? Do you think you've got sufficient backup if you have to go down? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it for Sundays, and I could just uh, ask Monday newspapers if you want. Um, Shane, do you want to keep things up? Andy, you said you 
weren't happy at half time. Um, what was your message? You don't have to tell us verbatim, but what, what, what was the, the, the kernel of your message at half time? What did you tell them you wanted to see better? Um, I thought we really believed that we wanted to push them um, uh, uh, as hard as we, that we said we was going to do, that we could um, uh, have capitalised on that and I didn't think we'd, we had that cutting edge in the first half, that, that grit to, to be able to do that. I thought we should have been um, uh, better off on the scoreboard, certainly. Um, and I suppose what goes with that is obviously first game and people trying to find the way, even though we talk about them not finding the, the, the way into the first game, you've got to be at your best. Um, I felt we um, just wasn't at the type of uh, edge that we wanted to be and uh, we found it found it a bit a bit more in the second half. Oh, was that just a matter of minutes, was that just going for No, minutes, yeah, yeah. Yes, feeling the blood in the back of your throat, you know, it's, it's tough, you're supposed to take yourself to a dark place. You're supposed to take yourself to a dark place and thrive in that. And at times in the second half, we did. Okay. Uh, Andy, a while back you said that you didn't want your wingers to, to be tidy. Davis, James, and Matt sort of epitomised that today with their performance. I thought our back three was excellent today. Um, you know, even you know when when it wasn't just the transition stuff that they was uh, super with. The, the 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 kicking game was good. The, their understanding, the feel. But every time, you know, Rossburn took a, f a few crash balls in, etc. You know, he, uh, th there was always somebody there stepping up, and they're taking responsibility for for the team. Uh, it's great to see. How happy are you with, like, with that injury link play that you cut open the defence and a couple of times the injury? With who? Sorry. With back, between the backs and forwards. Uh, what that? Uh, in terms of how you cut open the English defence, you must be really pleased with how well you did. Yeah, yeah. I thought we should, we played some good rugby at times. Some some. Um, clunky stuff again um, you know certainly dropping the ball at the line under pressure it seems to be a start of the season type of thing you know de dealing with that type of stuff where you you're right at the line and you know you're going to get hit and people snatching at it you know rather than having soft hands there's a bit of that going on um, but some of, some of the some of the tries that we scored I thought were were, were, were super you know we was nice and connected um Everyone pushing at the line, which obviously makes it hard for the defence to read. So, Glory, and you just talked about the line out a little bit. Couple of repeat errors from the Italy game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was, it was a good day for us for, for our learning. You know, um, England have a, a fantastic line of defence. There's no getting away from that. So, uh, all credit to them. Um, you know, a few options that Paul wouldn't be wouldn't be best pleased with or execution-wise. But the best thing about today really was how we kept our kept our nerve when things weren't going too well, and found our way back into that. And some of the some of the calling from James in particular, and our execution in the second half was 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 much better. Can maybe take us a little bit behind the scenes in terms of what you, how you will reach that final decision and how difficult the decisions that you have to make around those last couple of places are. Coming out there and doing what he did at the competition for a couple of spots. Yeah. Well, obviously we have, we have we have stuff going on in the back of our mind, you know. Um, I don't know what's going to go on in you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday at captain's run over there in, in Bayonne. You know, all sorts of stuff could happen. So keeping people connected is is important. But we've 
We've obviously got a good idea uh, how that's going to unfold. Will you tell them before the game, or will you just? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you hope to get out of the week ahead? I'm really looking forward to it. Um, even recovery today, um, you know, it's our first time that we've back-to-back -back games. Um, you know, because of the satellite uh, uh, um, bases that we've got that we've got in France. You know, we travel on a Thursday and we travel back from wherever we're playing um, on a Sunday as well. So we're doing that tomorrow. Um, the weather will be obviously um, something that we're getting used to. It's, an, it's a night kickoff. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff as far as accreditations that have to be given out, that the, there's restrictions on that. So um, it's a bit of a trial run for us next week in, in, in a lot of areas. So that, that'll, that'll be good for us. Jerry, Andy, how do you think Ross Byrne played overall? He did well. He did well. He's very, very clear. You know, he's he's very good at running the week and very clear of, of what he wants from the players around him. So therefore, there's there's good clarity, you know, and people can can fit in and around that and play their own game within that. So his his control is very good. Are you likely to shuffle your cards a fair bit again this week? Do you think, or what's your view on this match coming up? And uh, no, getting getting the right balance because obviously after after this week there's there's two weeks then before the, the start of, uh, of the uh, World Cup. So you know, um, just getting the right balance of who could do with an extra week or two as far as pre season is concerned. Who could do with a um, some more game time? What's the likelihood of the uh, the team going forward against Romania and how that looks? You know, trying to balance all that out. Last question, please. Yeah. Do you think none of us are going to show the full hand this month? But could you get a sense of like, are you holding stuff back or what are you holding back? Holding everything back. <laughs> Write that down. Everything. We've not shown nothing. We've got some. Yeah, it was. Um, it's amazing how the moment can make you do things you don't like doing. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. it was, um, I think it was a good team try and a good pass from Bundy. So yeah, I was happy, happy to get in the corner. Could, could he have got any bets for you? No, no, I don't think so. It's um, centralised. Probably the worst week of my life <laughs> with all the attention around the, the hundred cap and look. I, Delighted. It worked. Everything worked out perfect, and no better bunch of lads to do it with. Yeah, I mean, what was it like watching that first kind of 58, 59 minutes before getting on? Yeah, it was hell. It's hell sitting on the bench. The, the, it was um, it was nerve um, Think to my head, Jesus, will you put me on? This would be very embarrassing after everything we've gone through. Um, but um, look, I, I think if we be realistic as a team, we probably. We weren't satisfied um, with the the way we played. I know we scored a couple of tries, but you know a couple of mistakes and a couple of bits of detail that we pride ourselves on, we we let ourselves down uh, on that as well. But look, it's it's always to get a a win over a, a good England side. Keith, uh, Keith, is uh, um, yeah, look, the lads had my family in on Thursday, uh, my parents, my sister and my wife and my girls. Um, 
that that was a that was a really nice touch. And my wife managed to get a video of a couple of people, um, you know, Declan Kidney, um, Josh Smith, um, you know, Drico, been a couple of lads, you know, Rory Scanlon, same as you, Andrew Conway. They like there was it was a nice nice little ten minute video. So um, yeah, she caught me off guard with that one. Were you emotional during that video itself? Yeah, yeah, I was very emotional. Um, it was emotional. It was the hardest thing I've ever done on Thursday, trying to keep the tears out of my eyes around all the lads, but I think I managed to do it, did I? Yeah, so it was grand. Can you talk us through the, the moment of getting to lead the team out, and obviously with your three girls, that must have been Yeah, it was a brilliant moment. Um, i never done it from my 50th. Um, because we we had um, a, a big match to play against Scotland, you know, in the Six Nations. So I suppose I kind of regretted it a small bit after after that game. And you know, Faz, I know I spoke to you already. Faz was like, "This isn't a normal week. You just have to go with it." Um, and look, it was a special, special moment to to walk out with with my three girls. Okay, uh, Kira. Yeah. Uh, Jameson, can you just tell us what's like, I suppose, for the rest of the squad to watch. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Like it, the moments there, like Ilsey's try kind of took me back to Johnny's one that he scored in his hundredth, and there's a big pile on, um, I suppose, which is gives you the measure of the man. Really, such a popular lad in the squad, and um, the noise in the stadium was was pretty surreal. So um, it's pretty wicked to witness those moments and. Um, like Ilzi touched on, we have the jersey presentations on a Thursday and um, that was awesome. We had Johnny and Paulie speak and um, it was one of the best ones that I've, that I've been involved with. So, um, yeah, a really awesome week and obviously delighted for Ilzi to, to cross over with a bit of an Ilzi special. Uh, Jerry and then Ed. Keith, do you have a favourite moment from the day? Um... I suppose getting presented with a cap by Andy Farrell. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're big rugby league fans in, in our house. Um, my father always watched rugby league and, and Faz was always mentioned in our house and I suppose what he's done and the respect I had for him as a, as a man and I suppose how relaxed he's made our environment, um, let people be in themselves and, and what he's done for us. But that was a special moment. And again, like seeing videos, you know, of Connor, Johnny, Pete, and then Paulie talking. Um, you know, we, we usually don't open up about each other like that, and, and they were they were quite special. But yeah, I suppose it was it was a rare thing to see the lads get get emotional speaking about me. You know, something you you take for granted. But I think they were incredible moments, along with the family stuff, which is obviously given. But um, yeah, receiving the cap from Andy we definitely up there. And how much would you like to go to a fourth World Cup? Yeah, be, I know they don't. <coughs> if you put it alongside a one hundred cap, perhaps a fourth World Cup even more than the one hundred cap. Yeah, that's uh, that's the reason I'm here. It's the reason I came back for pre-season. It's the reason you know I'm doing everything possible to to, to stay fit. I have that burning desire to, I suppose, give myself the best chance of going on a World Cup. Um, I'll tell you one thing, I'd hate to be the coaches trying to pick their, their 33 man squad, it's going, to be, um, it's going to be tough. Okay, just final question for Keith, I'll let him go and then we continue on for Jameson for a couple of questions. Okay, Ned? Yeah, Keith, there's obviously been a lot of trivia this week, but can I just ask you about Mac Hansen's haircut, what your reaction was when you saw the initial shaking to his hair? Yeah, he actually came into the team room with Justice here, Doug Green, and then he got this idea of 
um, he wanted to cut a shamrock into the side of his head and it, that kind of went a bit pear-shaped and then he was like let's get KE 100 into the back of my head and um, I was sitting in the team room and I was like I want no part in this and walked away and then Craig sent me a picture and what a horrendous job they'd done on us but <laughs> that man you know he's um, he's such a unique character in rugby and you just have to leave him be he um when you can act like that and cut your hair like that and grow a beard like that and then go out and perform like that, you just have to leave him be. He's um, yeah, he's a he's a unique guy. Actually, well, last question, Ruth has an last question. Sorry, Keith, just just one on the uh, the backs. Obviously, there's a lot of competition, as you say. The coaches have big decisions to make. What have you made of Jacob Stockdale's return um, to the camp after two years out? Yes, yeah, it's been. Breath of fresh air to see Jacob back. You know he he's went through um, a couple of years of a tough injuries. I think with, the, with his foot and his ankle. You know we all we all know what he can do. Um, what he done in 2018 and even up just before his injury, he's um, he's a quality lad. You've seen glimpses of what he can do against um, Italy um, last week. He's um, yeah, it's great to see him back. Um, and, he, and he's looking really big and fit as well, which. Um, which isn't great for fellas who have to mark him. So, yeah, delighted to see him back. Sorry, last question, Keith. Sorry, just very quickly, Keith. Um, you're 10 tries off, Ryan Driscoll now. Does that come into thinking at all? Like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't know. Who knows? It could be... Today could have been the last one. You don't You don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, maybe if we get in within four or five, maybe we'll start thinking about it. But we'll enjoy today's one. Thanks, Keith. You're finished at Jennison. Sure. If you continue on, could I just ask, would you prefer to keep this in Barbara to Tuesday, given that we don't have any form today? Yeah. Okay, so we'll keep Jennison from Barbara to Tuesday, please. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, who would friend him? Jennison, um, obviously, the try, Keith's finished for try, brilliant for you. Just tell us a little bit about Blundy's pass, reckoning the beast halfway to the field. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty special, wasn't it? A pretty special moment. Um, Bundy likes to practice those passes. He, he fences himself a little bit with them, so it was good to see him um, put his practice into, into a game, I suppose. So, um, yeah, quality ball, and then obviously Bailsy still had a bit to do, and a uh, world class finish, like he's, he's obviously very good at doing. You got three tries from whipping the ball out wide, I think, for us, did two as well. Is that something you identified and kind of stuck in the mainland? A little bit, yeah, I suppose. I'll probably obviously help to know down the man um, but yeah it was certainly something we had scouted a little bit was um, the the kind of opportunities they present on the edge so um, yeah good to get get a couple of tries like that How did you find them out there today? Uh, I suppose it, the first half was pretty tough wasn't it it was kind of stop start and um, a lot of mistakes it kind of had that pre-season feel to it um, which is a little bit frustrating because we don't like to make excuses but um, we've been working hard and we, we were hoping to put a bit of performance out but it uh, wasn't the case today but I suppose to happy with the result at the end of the day Thanks Murray Hey Jens obviously you're coming back from France after but it kind of feels like that's it on home soil into World Cup mode now how would you kind of sum up how you feel after the big block of pre-season like that in terms of confidence that was uh, I suppose if you put today aside we were feeling really good as a squad eh? um, like I say we thought we could put a bit of performance out in that but um, I suppose to England's credit as well they they come to spoil the party like I suppose they did in the Six Nations as well um, 
they obviously come with a game plan to, to try and shut us down and make it a bit messy, which I suppose they did in parts. Um, but yeah, like I say, today side, I think we feel pretty good as a squad. We've put in a lot of tough work and um, we're looking forward to the next few weeks for sure. Do you think you'd be able to do things that would make you even more dangerous? Like, has there been much focus on changing things or is it continuing on? Uh, a few little bits, but I suppose for the most part, just trying to get better at the kind of the building blocks we've built over the last three years, really. So, um, yeah, we'll keep working away at it and hopefully put out a better performance next week. Michael? Yeah, just we know that Johnny is Johnny Sexton is involved a lot around the team, even though he's suspended. But this week, was there more space given for Ross to run things just to see how he would fare on his own? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, um, yeah, with Johnny not kind of involved, I suppose, in the, in the match day, uh, he's pretty good at giving you space to, to do your thing. And uh, Ross really stepped up this week and, and led the squad, um, which I suppose a lot of us are used to seeing in, in the Leinster environment. So, um, yeah, pleased for Rossi to, to get a few minutes under the belt. What was your Ross <coughs> today? Yeah, good. Like, it was one of those games where it was. Um, Felt as though it was pretty tough to manage at times, but I think overall he's done a good job. Well, clearly, as you, as you understand, I'm not going to comment upon the incident specifically because it goes into a disciplinary process this coming week. Um, I think. Probably as every England fan feels, is, is, is disappointment in, in the game today and, and the need to keep, I said it before, we want 15 players on the pitch for 80 minutes of every game. And you're playing the number one ranked side in the world in their stadium. Um, and we got to 14 men, it becomes, it becomes a very, very difficult task at that point in time. You could now go to the start of the World Cup to the Argentine game without a Ireland, but if things go. Well, I think there's a disciplinary process going to be going on this week, uh, as we understand, and hopefully we'll, feel, we'll find conclusion on both matters this week, and it won't go into another week. And then uh, once I have all the facts, I'll deal with them. And um, obviously, so you probably have two hearings next week, so that will practice another layer of frustration. Sorry, could you say that again? There'll be two hearings next week now, won't there? So um, that will obviously disrupt plans even further, won't it? Yeah, well, we, we talked about the way this test week was disrupted, um, and I need to adapt throughout the week. We'll need to next week. We, we already knew we had to, and it's another challenge that's been thrown at us. In terms of the match itself, there were some some signs of that attacks of coming to life. <coughs> I mean, obviously, the result hasn't gone way wanted. Yeah. What's your overall? Uh, I think, I think that clearly, if you look at the point when you go to 14 men against Ireland, it, it becomes very, very difficult. Um, I think, in that sense, whilst incredibly disappointed, and also I'm disappointed with, um, as every England fan, I think will be with the result. The, the players came fighting, the very end of the players that came off the bench, added on the pitch. I think if you don't consider the first period of the game, where it was 15 v 15 and we were going against a very good island side. Um, there, was, there was a tight battle for a long period of time. You know, it's just, to just before half time and sitting at 7-3. And 
we missed some opportunities and turned over ball in, in the far in the final third. So we hadn't been able to put enough pressure upon them. We'd, we'd obviously missed some uh, points of goal and, and the opportunity to go to the corner. So I think when it was 15 on 15, it was, it was a tight battle. Um, unfortunately, didn't stay 15 on 15. Yes. Steve, um, I understand you don't want to comment about the situation, but in terms of the high tackle work, you know, the play safety work we do, I mean, Kevin's talked about that a lot, hasn't he? Um, but I see you still stand by all of that and wouldn't consider that what, you know, isolated incidents would kind of undo all the work you've been doing. I think both Kevin and myself have gone on record many times and talked about how um, the importance of uh, correct tackle skill is and working on correct tackle skill and, and how important player welfare is and uh, that's still the, way, the, the, the approach we take. And Courtney, uh, obviously, well, what's your reaction to, to, to that? Because, I mean, there were some elements that sort of went, in the points went well, but obviously the, the scoreline kind of tells the story. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously very disappointing. Um, the thing is, if we if we just get certain things right in that game, it's very different. It's a very different game, and, and they're all things that we can control. Um, but we have to be better at controlling them. So um, it, there's obviously a lot of positives, which is great. Um, if we tied up a couple of areas, we'll be a much different team, uh, and we prove we can hang with the best as long as we get them right. But um, it doesn't make it any less disappointing that we didn't get it right today. How do you react to it? Do you come as a group? Uh, we won't. We won't give up. We will. We will relentlessly pursue um, the betterment of our team. You know, um, and that's that's all we can do. Steve, it's, it's a couple of weeks now since the first game. Well, how confident are you this will turn around? Yeah, I think in terms of building on some of the the aspects of the game that we've seen some development in, is the continued development of that. Clearly, the area we need to work upon, the area we, we, we've seen we need to see more improvement in, is that conversion of opportunity in the final third. And um, do we want to see more progress? Absolutely. And that's what we'll be focusing our attention upon over this coming week and beyond as we build into that, that first game of the World Cup. I mean, the, the reaction of kind of looking and you know, hearing what people are saying, the reaction to another league, another card. Um, like, they're probably completely baffled that this happened again. What's your message to them that, that things are on the right track or are going to improve in the World Cup? So I think the the, the message, and I said, I'm sure every England supporter is disappointed, and I, I share that feeling with them, and I'm sure the players do also, because we want to ensure that, one, we win games, and we want to be in a position to win games, and, and then winning becomes a habit. So that's something we, we, we all share. Do we want 15 players on the pitch? Absolutely. Now, the specific incident today, that, that incident with Billy, I've not looked at again because I was more focused upon concentrating upon the the game and what we needed to do with it. But it'll be very clear, Kevin and I have gone on record many times and talked about what we coach and what we want to happen in the tackle, and I stand by that. How is uh, Billy and Chelsea going to talk to him about it? 
I saw him very briefly in the change rooms, and um, clearly he's he's disappointed with with the situation, what's happened. Uh, we've got a process we'll go through. He understands that, and um, we'll aim for a conclusion this week. And I see there's a way to kind of you know very full support behind your players. Without question, um, we and, and as ever, we all wish to, as we all do with, with each of our games, is, is learn from what we can from the game and move forward. Steve, do you think there was any impact on the performance from what's happening in the week and the days leading up to the match? It's always difficult to accurately evaluate that because it's, it's an unknown, but it certainly didn't. That certainly hasn't helped our preparation this coming week and, and what we need to do is we're going to have to deal with it again in this forthcoming week um, to, and, and we're going to have to ensure we minimise any dis- disruption and distraction of it to get the performance we want. We play against Fiji back at Twickenham next week. We want to make sure we get a win. We want to make sure we get an improved performance so that then, um, and, and because from there, that winning, winning is a habit and we want to make sure we start building that habit. You said last week that the thing with Owen was a massive distraction and a massive disruption to your plans. Is it inevitable that, that now going to the Fiji game is going to be equally chaotic? How are you going to manage that? Well, one of the key elements was that we thought we'd reached a conclusion on Tuesday early afternoon this last week, and it turns out we hadn't. It then continued through the rest of the week and then had that impact. Um, now, what we aim to do is ensure that the process, both processes that we're following, have a conclusion early this week and don't continue all the way through into the game. Rugby on Off the Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.